Hey, real quick, if you're a return listener and you love low-value mail as much as I love doing it, please just do me a solid, leave a rating, leave a review. It really does help. All right, on to the show. Where are the low-value men? Like, what are what are all the low-value men up to during these trying times? Because the high-value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low-value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low-value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low-value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's that's hot. All right? I haven't seen... I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low-value mail time with your host... Danny Polishchuk. Fellas, gentlemen, ladies, I have done some stupid, stupid fucking shit in my life. And let me tell you, these are not one of them. Holy shit, welcome everybody. To episode 34 of Low Value Mail on this lovely, crisp October 4th, 2022, in the year of the Lord. I am a man of my word, or I don't know if I'm a man anymore. I don't know, but I am a person. I am a human of my word. Shout out to Johnny Glover from 6-3 to Peril for last minute. I am such a fucking clown of a person that I woke up today. And as any person would wake up on a Tuesday and think, what shirt am I going to put over my size Z big ass latex or silicone fake tits? Right? You can see these bad boys right here. So I woke up and I didn't know. And then uh, Johnny Glover, my pal, 6'3 Apparel, he makes all the shirts uh, for the show. If you would like to get one of these bad boys that this model is... Uh, displaying, you can get one at very appropriately bigassfaketitties.com, which will then redirect to lowvaluemail.com. But you can go to bigassfaketitties.com and get a shirt. Holy fuck, this is one of the stupidest things I've ever done. But welcome to the show, everybody. It's kind of, I'm, I'm this is like a new thing. I'm trying to navigate the computer, but it's hard to get around. Like it's uh, it's literally difficult to get to my computer. Um, appreciate everybody who who chipped in last week. Uh, can you believe the turnaround on these things? By the way, so we raised I think we raised around three hundred dollars last week. I said I would get them if I got five hundred, but I was like, well, I got three hundred. So then I went on eBay and I found a pair of these, which they seem to be about the same ones that I was looking at. Pretty good. I'm sorry if I can't hear me. It's hard to even get to the mic. These things are so big. And let me tell you, I am dreading taking these off because you're supposed to cover your body in uh, talcum powder to make, I think, either make it easier to get them off or I'm not sure what the reason is. Maybe they don't get a stinky. I don't know. But I didn't have time to get to the talcum powder. I had too much going on today. Uh, Johnny, he made me this double XL uh, shirt, which I've cut a little slit in there because I'm a dirty little whore. See, rip it a little more. You like that? You like that, you pieces of shit? 
Yeah, you do like that. I bet you love that right there, huh? Um, yeah, they, someone says they could be a tad bigger. Yeah, they could be a tad bigger. Uh, no, they're pretty big, though. But anyways, I ordered them. I go on eBay, and I go, oh, it would be great if I had them. And they come from China, yet some, some, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but, but just some sharp, shrewd business person decided, I guess, months ago, and we'll actually get to a conspiracy theory around this that uh, one of our emailers proposed. But uh, someone said maybe, just maybe, uh, actually, that's that's the conspiracy theory. Sorry. But essentially, so they had them. They're just in some warehouse in New Jersey. So it took like two days. They, they got there right away. Um, so we got them. And here we are. What am I going to do with them after today? I don't know. I don't know what what the future holds for me and these big ass uh, big ass fake titties. Uh, they're heavy. By the way, let's get to a little housekeeping and then we'll get to the titties. Um, and if you're listening to this episode, if you're one of our listeners and not one of the people watching it, what the fuck are you doing with your life? I guess I'll explain to you that I am wearing uh, size Z silicone. Fake breasts like the shop teacher in Canada with a double XL low value male T-shirt in white. And you do it in white because if you spill a little water on there, everybody wins. Right. So the topic for today's tonight's episode is what's the dumbest shit you've ever done on a dare? That is the topic. I hope we get some callers with some good shit because if we don't. That'll be a shame, because I know some of you have done some stupid, stupid fucking things if you're listening to this show right now. So, uh, as always, if you would like to support my stupid ass doing stupid shit, and we got a bonus episode, of course, as always, uh, after the show, starting around 11 p.m., please go to patreon.com slash a low-value mail, sign up, you get extra content, uh, merch discounts, vote on the topics, and you can sponsor the show, which we will get to in a moment, because we have some sponsorships this week. And also, uh, last week, another thing, was the first installment of The Bathhouse, uh, my new call-in show live from the green room of the Stand Comedy Club in New York City. Uh, it was a fun show. I was worried we would have all these tech issues. We didn't, God willing, titty willing, we had no tech issues. You like those? God, these things are fucking heavy. How do these ladies walk around with these goddamn things? They're full of air, too. And they're starting to get hot. But, um, yeah, so we have a we have a new episode coming up this Thursday. Uh, you never know who's going to drop by. The premise of the show is we're just hanging in the green room. Co- comics are out and about. They're doing their spots. They're hanging out. And who knows who will drop by. So this Thursday at 10 p.m. Uh, on my YouTube channel, live from the Stan Comedy Club. It is the bathhouse. And to the sponsors of the show, uh, we have a couple sponsors this week. First sponsor, they don't even know they're sponsoring the show. That's what's funny. Is someone said, hey, don't use my name. Don't say I have anything to do with this. But please shout out the Slackwater Brewing in Penticton, Penticton, British Columbia. The best beer in the Okanagan. They're like a brew pub kind of thing. So we're going to shout them out. They are a sponsor, even though they don't, they probably wouldn't want to be. They probably would not want to be associated with this stuff. And then our next sponsor is, it's a party game app. It's a party game app. Uh, it's kind of a game for going out to play with your friends, getting drunk, drinking, all that stuff. 
It's called Scare to Dare. It's like a truth or dare kind of thing. And you can find it. Just go in the Apple App Store and search Scare to Dare. And that is it from our low-value sponsors. Other than, of course, BigAssFakeTitties.com. Buy a shirt. Support the pod. Um, back to the titties. So they're starting to get hot. If, if you guys want a real-time uh, jug update, they're starting to get hot. I'm going to look in the uh, chat. <laughs> to see what's going on. Uh, you guys are all disgusting, boorish louts who are just objectifying me, and that's fine. It's fine to objectify me. Whatever. I'm just a piece of meat to you all, right? But they, it's actually starting to get pretty hot. Uh, I'm wearing a it's just tight latex, doesn't really breathe. So we got that going for me. Um, I will say appreciation to the shop teacher, we have a we have the, the so the the reason I'm wearing these is because the shop teacher in Oakville, Ontario, Canada, uh, who wore these big ass fake titties. He wears them every day. Which honestly, these things are pretty hard to put on. I don't know if he has someone helping him, but they're not easy to put on. Like because you put them on, but they're so heavy in the front. So then I put them on, and I couldn't like they they bunch up in the back. They like really bunch up, and then. Uh, like they get caught and then you got to be like super flexible and you got to like pull them down. It's hard, hard to get on. I put them on earlier and then I took them off and I go, fuck, I don't even know if I could do that again. I was wiped. I was exhausted. I was exhausted taking them off and putting them back on. But anyways, I have a new appreciation for that shop teacher, regardless of what he's up to, because there's been some conspiracies. Also shout out to Royce Lopez from revenge of the sis for making me do this. You piece of shit. I hate you. Uh, you'll be able to catch me on Thursday on Revenge of the Sis, and I'll unfortunately be wearing the big-ass fake titties. That's kind of... I guess that's my thing now, huh? I guess that is my thing. That's... Um, I hope it doesn't get... I, there was a comedian in Toronto, a friend of mine, uh, who I will not name, but he, for a while, he was doing... He was Batman. He would go to, like, kids' costume, kids' parties. He had, like, that full Batman suit, and... Uh, he would, and he would also be like, you know, when you go, there's like buskers and they're like dressed as Batman. And he, so he would be like a busker dressed as Batman. He'd take photos and stuff. And he like made, you know, he made some money. It was a good deal. He was really into that shit. And he was like, you know, he had the jaw for it. He had the total like Batman jaw and he's really into that stuff. So uh, he had this viral video. It was called Toronto Batman, which I totally gave away everything. But anyways, he had this viral video called Toronto Batman and he kind of like blew up for a minute. It was like a big deal. Toronto Batman, and then, but he was a comedian, and then he was getting booked for gigs because they go, We want Toronto Batman, show up. We want Toronto Batman. And then he would show up. I, we, I remember I went to one gig in Hamilton, Ontario with him. We went to this gig, and he's just like, Yeah, I'm just like, he shows up, no suit on, obviously. He goes, Yeah, what time am I on? And like, I'm, you know, how long am I doing? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, Yeah, yeah you got to put the suit on, though. And he goes, No, 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 I'm just going to do stand up. I don't really want to put the suit on and do my jokes. It doesn't. And they go, yeah, 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 we, uh, we're going to need you to put the suit on. And, and then he put the suit on and did, like, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes of stand-up at a bar wearing the Batman suit. So I very much hope that my future does not involve getting booked to do stand-up wearing these big-ass fake titties. They are quite soft, but I'm getting really hot. Uh, there was no Toronto Joker, someone asked. And some people have already know who it is in 
the chat. But uh, Alex Brovidani, he's a good dude. I like him. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, I got a new appreciation for for the trans people who have to lug these around. Because this is, I can't believe she wears this just all day. It's ridiculous. Oh, you know what? It's starting, I think this might be some sort of self-cooling. Because it's starting to cool down a bit, oddly. Like, it feels cool to touch on my back. I don't know what's going on there. Um, and then also the real, no, sorry. The ladies, the biological ladies. I didn't mean to say real ladies. I meant biological ladies. The biological ladies uh, who have obviously fake tits like these. Like, they don't get them. And honestly, it's hard for me to totally feel bad because, again, they go for surgery and then their life is so much easier in so many other ways. Like, I mean, I'll tell you one little anecdote. So, I, uh, this is unrelated and I'm just, I'm just an idiot in general. So, I was at, on Thursday night, I was at the Stan Comedy Club and I did the stream and then we're hanging out afterwards and there's this guy there. I got to talk to him and uh, he, wor- he works in television or some shit. And I don't know how it came up because we were just drinking. We weren't doing anything specifically healthy. But he's like, yeah, I, he's like, I'm a big, I'm big into fasting. I really like fasting. He's like, I really like fasting. So he's like, I do seven day fasts every quarter. I think he said every three months. And I heard Bill Maher say the same thing. And he's like, you should watch this video. It's really cool. And I've been, I've been just like eating like shit recently. And I kind of like need, you know, kind of needed a good kickstart. So then on Sunday night, I was like, you know what? I'm doing it. Not a seven day, but I'm like, I'm going to do a 72 hour fast. So I have not eaten right now. Now on top of all this nonsense, I have not eaten in like 42 hours, like not even a diet soda. The only thing I've had is water and coffee and some tea. And then, but anyway, so before the stream, I go, you know what? I want some, some sparkling water. Cause like right now, sparkling water might, might as well be a slice of cake. That's like where I'm at. Honestly, I actually feel fine, by the way. It's, it's, it is amazing that, I mean, obviously I can't speak for everybody, but I'm a, I'm a little bit of a big boy. You can just not eat. It's really not that big of a deal as long as you drink enough water. Although you got to piss a lot, which I hope I'm not going to have to piss during the show. But anyway, my point is that I went to go uh, to the bodega to grab some drinks, and I had the big-ass titties off, and I, like, I just didn't time it right, and I had them on, and they just gave me everything for free. They go, take whatever you want. Whatever you want. Free, 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 free. So, um, someone asked for the big ass titties kosher. I don't know, but it's Yom Kippur tomorrow, so we'll have to find out. Uh, I'm gonna get some mileage out of these things. I will definitely get some mileage out of these things. But honestly, it's like a bit of like having a disability to a degree. I wonder. We gotta know. We gotta. We'll hopefully find out soon at some point. Uh, is this a real thing for the tr- shop teacher, or are they just living their truth? Because you can't even go through a doorway. Like, the door to the bathroom here in the studio, you got to go through, like, kind of... If you turn a bit, you get stuck in the goddamn door. Whole thing is ridiculous. Guys, I can't believe this is my life. That I got these big-ass honkers. Hopefully, they'll make my life better, though. Hopefully, it'll be a... a Money well spent. And honestly, if if you were on the fence about joining the Patreon, becoming a member of the channel, by the way, 100 likes and we'll give away a channel membership. If you were on the fence, you should be on the fence no longer. Because actually we had a great Patreon episode. We got into this guy, Robert Shickley, which we'll get into them some more this week because uh, four-time Grammy winner for Best Comedy Album. Have you ever heard of him? Of course you fucking haven't. Nobody has. But he won four Grammys in a row. For the best comedy album from 1990 to 1993. It's driving me crazy learning about him. He beat Andrew Dice Clay 
1990, Andrew Dice Clay was at the comedy club on Thursday night. He was asked about Peter Shickley, and I can't tell you any more and anything more, but we will talk about it on the Patreon, patreon.com slash email starting at 11 o'clock. So I want to talk about one thing. We're going to read a couple emails and then we're going to open up these phone lines. Um, and yes, I, people were talking about the fasting. Honestly, I got used to it. I, I feel like I could go a week other than the fact that it's just annoying. And, uh, you know, sometimes you're just like want to do something and food and so, being social and stuff are tied to it. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, this movie bros. Has anybody seen it? Of course you haven't. Nobody's seen it. Giant bomb, okay? I just have an interesting theory about bros, and I don't want to I don't want to come off as this like um I I just want to be I don't want to say specifically careful or whatnot, but so Bros the movie, Billy Eichner uh came out with this movie Bros. I believe it was produced um by the one guy. So here's the thing with with the not eating. I, I am actually having some cognitive issues. Although they say on Judd Apatow, that's what it is. On, they say on day three, so I'm on day two. I'm almost at 48 hours. The, and the guy told me, he goes, honestly, after two days, the two days are the hardest. And then he's like, after two days, he's like, you have so much energy. You can think clearly. Like, it's like, you'll never think clear. And then I was watching these videos, and apparently it is a thing where all these people are like in death camps, and they're like starving, and they talk about how they're like, it's weird because you can think so clearly, even though you're like starving to death. So anyways, movie is uh, produced by Judd Apatow. Uh, Billy Eichner, who is Billy on the street, as everybody knows him, he slams Twitter trolls for bros' criticism, promises to tweet about movie every day to spite them, right? So he came out with this movie. It's called Bros. It's uh, it's a rom-com about two gay men that, like, they're... Because normally rom-coms are a guy and a girl. Two gay men um, is, is, is what this is. And... Uh, so nobody's watched it. It's funny. I had someone I know posted on Instagram. She was like, hey, I didn't know I had a private movie theater next door to my house. And then she posted her in the theater. And then I didn't realize what movie she was watching because it was like the previews. But she was like very much by herself there. And then I see uh, her like next post. And it was like she went to go see bros. So it's not doing great. Not doing great. So Billy Eichner. So he's on the defense. This is a deadline. On the defense after the underwhelming results of Bros at the box office, he's clapping back at Twitter trolls that are using the performance of the romantic comedy at the movie theaters to attack the quality of his work. So I don't know if it's good or not. I don't know. Uh, But there's a lot of things that were going against Bros to have any sort of success, right? So he says, box office, as we all knew, has has absolutely nothing to do with the quality of a movie. Uh, that's true. Tweeting about a movie. If you have uh, never seen the movie Filth City that I wrote and starred in, uh, did not do great at the box office, as in did zero, but it's a good movie. And tweeting about a movie you haven't actually seen is meaningless. That's just Twitter bullshit. Agreed. Uh, he says, the majority of people who see bros really loved it. Go check it out and see for yourself. Maybe uh, as a gag, I will wear the big ass titties and go see bros. Who knows? God damn it. I got to stop saying these. I say my thoughts because you guys don't, people don't have to deal with this in the regular life where you're not on a podcast. But sometimes I say my thoughts out loud. They're just thoughts. But I'm just basically, I don't have any thoughts right now. All I'm saying is my thoughts. So I can't have a thought uh, while talking. I don't know if people can do that. But so then I say things and then you're going to be like, yeah, go watch, go put the tits on and go watch bros. Like I haven't been through enough. Okay. So Billy Eichner tweets, he goes, box office, as we all know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he says, I'm going to c- keep tweeting about bros, blah, 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 blah. Um, 
And then he says, last night I stuck in and sat in the back of a sold-out theater playing Bros in L.A. This is what he tweeted. First off, I don't want to be the guy to say that, but if you sat in the back of a sold-out theater, then it was not it was not sold out, was it? It was nearly sold out. Uh, he says, the audience howled with laughter start to finish, burst into applause at the end, and some were wiping away tears uh, as they walked out. Really, I am very proud of this movie. And again, a movie could be bad, uh, not do well, you know, theatrically, and you could be proud of it, and it might even be a good movie. I don't know. Uh, probably not, but maybe it is. I don't know, but probably not. And he says, even with glowing reviews, great Rotten Tomato scores, on a cinema score, etc., straight people, especially in certain parts of the country, just didn't show up for bros. And that's disappointing, but it is what it is. Uh, and then he goes on to just say all this shit. He goes, Rolling Stone already has bros on the list of the best comedies of the 21st century, which, what are we, we're 22 years into it? Um, okay. I mean, Rolling Stone is, I don't know how much credibility they have with any stuff anymore, but they said it. It's also true is that at one point, a theater chain called Universal and said they were pulling the trailer because of the gay content. Universal convinced them not to. America, fuck yeah, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm not going to comment on whether the movie is good or bad. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen, uh, I haven't seen the trailer. I think I saw a little bit of trailer, but they're advertising the shit of it. They're like all over taxis in New York City. It's a big deal uh, here. But so, but there's a couple things that you would think, yeah, these probably led to it not doing so well. First off, Billy Eichner. He literally said, co-writer and star Billy Eichner, this is public, has expressed that he does not want conservatives, especially those that voted for the 45th president of the United States and their associates, to see the film. Even conservatives who identify as being part of the LGBT plus community as he views them as traitors so that's like if you count all the people that voted for trump the first time and then all the people who voted for trump the second time who are different voters plus all the people who voted for trump the first time and then voted for biden you're talking about like 90 million people probably what do we think maybe 80 million 90 million it's a lot of people that you just instantly straight up said don't go see my movie so that probably contributed a bit to not doing well when you alienated half the country, all right? Instantly. Just say, fuck half of the people in America. But an interesting thing, and I wonder if this is really how much this plays into it. And this is, this is my science. So I saw a thing. Uh, this is a five-year-old um, article from Post, which is a psychology post. By the way, Weird, weird thing that the, the guy told me about the fasting, which is I'm noticing it happening right now. A lot of saliva. So if you're listening to this and you're like, what the fuck is that noise? A lot of saliva. I don't know why, but it's just part of it. So, but this is an interesting thing because Post, uh, this is by Eric W. Dolan, uh, June 29th, 2017. Straight men's physiological stress response to seeing two men kissing is the same as seeing maggots. So this is a real thing. This is not, uh, this was in, this is um, in heterosexual men, pictures of rotting, there's an article, it says in heterosexual men, pictures of rotting flesh, maggots, and spoiled food induce the same physiological stress response as pictures of two men kissing each other. That is the surprising finding that was recently published in the peer-reviewed scientific journal Psychology and Sexuality. We originally were interested in understanding the health effects of same-sex versus mixed-sex public displays of affection for the couples in the relationship, explained the study's corresponding author, author Karen L. Blair of St. Francis Xavier University. However, one of the factors likely to influence how individuals 
experience PDAs is a reaction that other people have to witnessing PDAs. Consequently, we decided to begin the research by examining whether or not heterosexuals have negative responses to witnessing same-sex PDAs. In particular, we began by examining heterosexual male responses to male same-sex public displays of affection. Participants watched a series of slideshows, male couples kissing, uh, male couples holding hands, uh, mixed-sex couples kissing, mixed-sex couples holding hands, boring images, e.g. paper clips, and disgusting images, maggots. Blair explained. In between slideshows, we asked participant questions about the response to the photo, and we also collected saliva samples, got a lot of that right now, in order to assess salivary alpha amylase in response to each slideshow, the current paper. Measuring levels of this, uh, it's a digestive enzyme, basically, uh, that is associated with stress, and especially responses responsive to disgust, allowed the researchers to examine the men's physiological reaction to the photos. So I'm not going to read too much more into it, but you get the gist of it. It's a pretty long article, SciPost.org. And it is an interesting thing because maybe this movie was actually just doomed to begin with. Maybe it had no chance ever because there is a, you know, as and obviously it's not 100% of men uh, are, are disgusted by this, but there must be like some substantial portion of men who would be disgusted in seeing or not disgusted is the right word. Not like, I don't want to say like figuratively disgusted, but there is a physiological response. And then they see uh, a trailer for this movie and they're probably during the trailer. They're like, Oh God. So anyways, I'm going to go watch it next week. Wearing the big ass fake titties. Um, and we'll see how it goes. That's, and again, just a theory. Maybe it could, it could have been all the factors could have been none of the factors. I mean, there's definitely some of those factors. Who knows? So I'm going to read a couple of emails. And we're going to open up the phone lines. First email says, hello, Mr. Polish Chuck. I resisted the urge to write Polish cuck because I'm adult. Appreciate you. I don't know if this has been thrown out there yet, but I have a conspiracy surrounding the trans shop teacher with the fake tits. What if he owns the store? What if this is a marketing ploy to, to move product, especially with Halloween just around the corner at 500 a pop, even if it just 200 dudes pay them as a joke, he just made a hundred K in gross profits. It would be genius. All I'm saying Thanks, Anish. Interesting theory. The conspirator, the conspiracy brain in me, thinks that's certainly possible. I doubt it because the problem is the way supply chain goes. Because uh, a lot of people were very happy. By the way, my back, lower back, is starting to get sore. I got to lean back a bit. And then I'm going to sound a little more distant. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. If you're fucking listening to this and not watching this, what are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your life? I have... Huge fake knockers on. Massive. Size Z or Z for my Canadians, which I got to say, I have a real problem not saying Z. It's it's one of those things when you move to America, you got to change your brain a little bit from Canada. There's a few things. You can't say washroom. People are like, what the fuck is a washroom? Say bathroom or restroom. And I want to say Z, but it's Z. And I have to think J-Z before I even say the word Z. Um... But anyways, yeah, I don't I like I, I like the conspiracy and it is a smart thing. Honestly, if if someone is that the thing is if someone's that smart in terms of tactically being able to create such a scandal and then also having purchased these things in advance, I don't know what something like this costs to make. It comes from China. I bet fifty bucks. Probably even less. I bet you these costs I bet you most of the cost of this is just fuel. Fuel costs of shipping this from China. 
and whatnot. It had free shipping too, so you know that the shipping probably cost fifty bucks. So these things probably cost twenty, thirty dollars to make, and I paid three hundred and sixty for them. Uh, I mean, we paid three hundred and sixty for them. Um, shout out to all of you. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah, like if you are able to do that, if you're so smart, then I have to figure that you're probably able to make a lot more money in other ways. Uh, but maybe we'll see how many people that wear these for Halloween. I guess we'll see. It's uh, interesting. And then we have one more email. It says, uh, and we have some more emails that we're going to read. Uh, we're going to read on the Patreon tonight. We're going to talk about Peter Shikoli. A lot of stuff. This email is from unnamed. It says, hi, Danny. On the back of the big ass titty scandal. Everybody loves the big ass titties. Everybody loves the big ass fucking titties. What is the lowest value thing you would do in order to get a payout? I.e. to leave your job. So it's not like any money. Uh, this seems like this could maybe be, I don't know if this will be a topic for uh, its own episode, but he says, what is the lowest value thing you would do in order to get a payout to leave your job? I was thinking of the boys cast you, you did recently where you talked about age regressing people and how much you would need to be paid to dress as a baby and shit yourself. If a teacher did that in front of their class and claimed it was their identity and to, and to not allow them to do it would be discrimination against their identity. I reckon school would pay you heaps of money to leave possibly in the millions. I don't know. That's a very open-ended question. What would I what's the lowest value? I mean, honestly, if you're talking about life-changing money, I'm sure there's many things I would do. I someone says latex isn't that cheap. I don't know. I guess there's a lot of things I would do if it's life change. I guess like you're so much money that you go like, I'm gonna check out of society. The problem is, and I am not a good person to answer this question because I'm not getting paid anything. To wear these. I'm wearing these right now. Granted, I'm wearing these in a studio. Uh, and people are watching this on the internet. But I'm not getting... I literally paid money. I had to top up the fund to buy these. I went into my own pocket to buy these things, to wear them, so that you idiots could get just one little chuckle. So you could take a screenshot of this and send it to your one of your friends and kill. Can you believe this fucking idiot? Like he's saying that he goes, what would you have to do to dress as a baby and shit yourself? And I go like, probably not much. Like if there's a sketch, Ryan wants to do, he goes, yo, we got to shit ourselves and dress as babies. I'd be like, where's the fucking diaper at? Um, so that's the answer to that question. Uh, we are done with this this part of the uh, show. We have someone. So someone called me last week. We're going to try and get a hold of them. And then we're going to open the phone lines in one second. Uh, apparently people are saying latex isn't cheap. Um, Carrie C says, I just want to honk them. They should have squeakers in them like dog toys. They're not dog toys. These are real big ass fake titties. And they're getting pretty hot. Uh, only on the chest part, though. I think air's trapped in them. Hear that? Just snap them like an elastic. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of hot air inside of them, actually. Oh, it, oh actually, you know what? I'm squeezing them. They, they, there's an air bubble inside of them. Um, and a shout-out to Wallaby for literally taking a screenshot. I see it because I have Discord open and posting me. Uh, okay, we're going we're gonna to try and call this guy. This is the first call I've ever made from Discord, by the way, so let's see how this works. Because he wanted to call last week, but I missed him. Johnny, shout out. Appreciate you with the super chat. It's not working. 
It's not even ringing. Oops. Okay, well, at least that works. All right, well, uh, Simon, you can call. Uh, this guy, Simon, he, he's going to call. He says he has some wild-ass stories related to the last couple episodes. So uh, until then, the phone lines are open. Everybody, the topic for the evening is what's the dumbest thing you've ever done on a dare? If you have any other things you want to talk about from previous episodes. Oh, here we go. We got Simon. We got Simon calling in. Simon, how are you doing, man? Hello, Simon. Johnny. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Yeah, good, man. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay. Yeah, this is the first time I've ever made a call via Discord, so I wasn't sure what the quality would be like. And if people out there want to join the Discord, you can do so by joining the Patreon, patreon.com slash mail. What's up, Simon? Yeah, man. I'm just... Um, I just t- really enjoy your show. Thank you. What time is um, it when you are? Uh, Half past two in the morning. Half past two in the morning. Oh, man, it's late. It's late. Yeah. Uh, so you you messaged me last week. You said you had a couple, some stories related to, obviously, it would be previous <laughs> episodes. Some, you called the dating horror stories, and I said I would get to you this week, not knowing that yeah. the big-ass fake titties would be here. So I'm apologizing <laughs> now for the big-ass no, fake titties <laughs> overshadowing. Uh, I'm glad I got bumps for them. They yeah, were, uh, I'm gonna have to lean. Honestly, I gotta lean back with these things. They're actually like kind of tough on the back. <laughs> I'm not even lying. They're they're a little, <laughs> a little tough on the back. So, anyways, Simon, let's let's hear some of these stories. Yeah, just, um, I just <laughs> so I was uh, I was dating this girl one time, and then um, I went back to her house, and she had a pretty rough life, and then. It kind of turned out that dad was doing life in prison. Oh, wow. For murder. Um, and he wanted me to... She'd been telling him all about me, but we'd only been out on one date. And um, he wanted me to go to the prison and meet him. She wanted and, you to go uh, to the prison to meet her dad after one date, and he was in life in prison? Yeah, well, no. He wanted to meet me. Oh! Yeah. Uh... yeah. I so, and I was like, like uh, I didn't realize it was that serious. So, yeah, that didn't end well. It did end. Didn't end well. Yeah. Um, and so, what did you say? You're like, no, I don't want to do that. Can't <laughs> I don't think I ever spoke to her again. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, was, really? Was, yeah. By the way, pe- just, people out there, if you ever need to ditch someone and you want to let them down easy, just tell them that your dad's in prison for murder and that he'd like to meet your your, your <laughs> new person, and they'll be like, uh, yeah, no thanks. Yeah. It definitely worked for me. Um, well, my current uh, girlfriend slash while well, I married her, um, my wife. You, you call your wife. wife your current girlfriend? That's nice. <laughs> call her my current wife. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah when, when we met, she was so, um, she's always late for everything. And um, Dude, I feel you, brother, man. My girlfriend, my current girlfriend is also late for <laughs> fucking everything all the time. She's watching right now. Hi, Heather. All the time. And um, we arranged to, like, my parents, uh, I was living at home at the time, and they used to look after dogs when people go on holiday. So I said to her, we were going to arrange to meet up and go for a dog walk. She had a dog, and I was looking after one. And um, so I went there, and it was a bit early, and she gave me a description of herself, the dog that she had, and her car. And it was like, I don't know, I was waiting like 20 minutes. And then I was thinking, okay, it's just taking a piss now. And then um, 
eventually like another 10 minutes go by and this this woman put i was just me in this car park this woman just pulls in she's got the same car the same dog and but she's like 50 years old and i was thinking <laughs> right have i been catfished yeah so she she gets out and she's like driving to the edge of the car park and um i get out of my car and i just start walking towards her and uh she i was there <laughs> to be like hey how you doing anyway she just did a big loop right around me and just drove off really that's fine so, yeah, and then she did my wife to turn up later. And, and then, uh, and then, so, and then your your wife, she eventually turned in. <laughs> Honestly, she though, turned up. that that's probably was a great little like she icebreaker. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I didn't realize. Yeah, I was I, but I was like, look, this guy's got the same exact car with a black Labrador. Just pulled in, just got weirded out by me. And drove off. Well, that kind of. Um, I mean, at least that worked out because one, nothing crazy happened, and also, also the that woman wasn't <laughs> wasn't your wife. Well, we were we were st- sat on a bench, and the dog went into the bush and uh, kept coming out with these like someone had obviously had like a fire in there, oh. and they uh, kept bringing out these empty, you know, like tins of beer, cans of lager, mm-hmm. like Foster's. Yeah, she kept bringing them back over to uh, to Jody's, my wife. So the dog just kept bringing them over, and she just kept putting them in her bag, but like didn't skip a beat, just carried on talking. <laughs> and I was thinking, this girl's weird. What is going on? <laughs> His dog is this something that they do at home? Yeah. She, like, and then what was it? She just likes to recycle. Like, well, the dog, uh, the dog, for whatever reason, she said she's never done it before. Weird. Just, uh, just decided that she'd start collecting these bitterns and. She didn't want to just start littering on first dates. She just kept putting them all in a handbag. So, yeah, she ended up with about four or five of them. Very bizarre. Yeah, her her dad, I actually, she was one of the first girls I ever bought flowers for. And um, I took them around to her house and knocked on the door, asked if she was in. She wasn't in. So I gave, I said to her, it was her dad. And I was like, look, can I just give you these flowers? He was like, "Uh, okay. So he took them. But he actually was in the doghouse with my mother-in-law. So he just gave them to her. He just, yeah, he nice just, he move. Just the flowers. Yes, fucking dick move. But that's a nice move though, because yeah, you'll still get the credit for him, right? Because then she'll be like, she'll be like, hey, he's he giving flowers, <laughs> and then he goes, yeah, yeah. So her mum was like, oh, you bought me flowers. He got out the shit. Um, yeah, yeah. and. Then, <laughs> uh, I like him. He's a good guy. Nice. When I asked him to, I knocked on the door to say, "Look, can I marry your daughter?" And when I knocked on the door, he opened it. He said, "I haven't got any money." I was like, "No, I don't need any money. I just want to marry your daughter." He said, "Yeah, that's fine. Go for it." Nice, yeah. nice. All right, Simon, yeah. I, got, I got to let you go. We got right. some people waiting, but appreciate talking to you. Bring appreciate you calling in. See you in a bit. Take care. Yeah. No. All right, all right. The phone lines are open, everybody. Um. As always, 646-710-0949. What is the dumbest thing you've ever done on a dare? I wonder if these this phone line is even up even working right now. I I do I do wonder. Um uh if anybody has has anybody called in? Usually we have callers. I've been having some problems with this phone recently, actually. 
which is not not ideal. I had problems last week, although I made an outgoing call. I made an outgoing call and it worked, but the fact that we currently have zero people calling in means leads me to believe that this doesn't fucking work. Stupid Mint Mobile. All right, well, if anybody wants to call just to test this, I it's weird too because I tested it. I literally tested the everybody's talking. Oh, here we go. All right, it does work. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Well, hey, Danny. Hey, what's up? How's I was it? just uh, testing the phone line. It, it does work. It does work. Okay, I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, I wasn't well, sure because well, the whole Discord you, thing. What do you think about the jugs? Incredible. Pretty nice, right? Incredible. They're really yeah. hot. They, yeah, I agree. <laughs> really hot. Um, did you did you earlier in the stream, you said you went to the bodega. Yes. Did you have the tits on or not? Because you got free stuff. I didn't. I wasn't. Actually, I didn't actually have the tits on. Okay. Well, that would have a been a better story. I know. Yeah. I know. I, well, I, I did say <laughs> I had the tits on for the joke, but I didn't have them on. I have. We have like right. a doorman and stuff in this building, like a concierge desk. So it would be really weird for me to just walk out with these just giant fake tits, and I and it's like cold, and I w- <laughs> wouldn't even really be able to like put anything to cover them. Like the only thing I have that fits is this shirt. So, I mean, the tits will keep you warm. They honestly, I'm roasting right now, and they make a pretty tight seal because it's like latex. So I wonder if there's like some sort of scenario where uh, I'm gonna take it off later, and just like a bunch of water is just like sweat is just gonna fall out of it because it's just gonna be pooling up. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Um, yeah, man. All right. Uh, I don't have a story for you. I okay. was just uh, testing your phone line. All so right, appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. All right, so the phone line works. That's good. But nobody's ever done anything stupid on a dare, apparently. I guess I'm the only one who's ever done something stupid uh, on a dare. All right, we got a call. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hello, Daniel. I was just calling to let you know your your phone line. It's not working. We can't get through... No one can understand you, but we do love the titties. Yeah. And uh, I was just curious, is this sort of how one becomes sort of the transgender? Are you are you busy transitioning? Are we watching it happen live? Uh, I don't think so. I guess there's a potential where I, like, it's one of those things where I put them on and I go, holy shit. Like, I just, I, I never knew that I was supposed to be this person. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Tiff can call in because we have we have some transgender listeners slash viewers, but I don't really I'm not really specifically able to speak on the process. But uh, maybe, but I don't think so. I think but, it's mostly just oh, for a guy. All right, a, a couple questions. Yes. Just just out of curiosity, how do you like them? Do they feel good? Honestly, I feel like stuff. The world is cheaper. If that makes mm. sense, I feel like yes. my life is easier. Yes. Other than my lower back is legitimately kind of bumping a little bit. Like you know when that's lady, not a problem. Like you know when you ladies want... are always like, "Hey, it's it's tough on the back." It's tough on the back. These yes, you want tough. to take some some Midol for that. It'll I've... help with the bloating as uh, well. Well, I don't have any bloating because I haven't eaten in forty some odd hours. You look rather bloated on the front. Uh the, yeah, that bloating, yeah, that bloating. But this won't help. But it, the only thing that'll help with this bloating is just a pin, and I just pop these bad boys. 
Well, it's they're they're fantastic. I just want to say, and and, they're, and maybe they're honestly see, pretty good for what. Like, imagine they, how much they look would great. Cost. Yeah, they look fantastic. I would say, you know, see how see how you like them when you're off camera, and perhaps perhaps it's a new look for you. I, you know what, maybe. But the problem is, and this is a real problem. I didn't even think about this, but I would have to get an entirely new wardrobe. I don't have anything that can hold these puppies in. Well, I think that's perfectly fine. I think they shouldn't be contained. They look absolutely stunning. They are nice. Uh, yes. And you wear them well. I'd suggest maybe perhaps a little bit of hair on the chest area. Oh, you think some hair Just... on the chest? Look <clears throat> at this bit. clavicle. Look how realistic this clavicle it's, is. It's fantastic, sir. It's In amazing. fact, I actually have to get off the line. Uh, Just, I've been looking do... at them too much. It's time to go. <laughs> Thanks so much, Daniel. Later. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Goodbye now. Okay. Um... Yeah, although I do feel, I don't like how people are, uh, I don't like how people are enjoying this too much. Hello. Hey, Danny. Hey, what's up, Wallaby? Hey, um, you know, I don't know what it is, but for some reason you just seem like really smart tonight. <laughs> I I know, right? On, you know what about, I was saying in the last caller? Why do you seem so much smarter? I was saying in the last caller, I was like, you know what? I don't. I would have to go buy a whole new wardrobe. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that wardrobe would just buy itself. <laughs> I don't have to buy shit. You just just this get, thing like, is hot, though. Moves. I'm starting to feel the sweat, like, drip down my back. Because it's, oh, yeah. it's like wearing a garbage bag. Oh, it's going to get bad before you take it off. Oh, for sure. I'm worried that apply any powder. I'm yeah, worried that I didn't put any powder on Noah's. Should I have done that? <laughs> yeah, or a shirt or something. Because what? It's gonna stick to me. Um, probably maybe not necessarily. I mean, unless you get like a funny moisture pocket, you know, like when you're laying down in the bathtub, and sometimes, like this is a fat guy thing, I think. But like when you're laying down in the bathtub and you get that air pocket behind your back when like you're trying to sit up. Yeah, you might have some weird kind of suction thing like that, but like I don't know. I like uh, we used to wear rubber gloves in the army for our chem suits, and we always had to powder them up. But we also wore like a cloth insert uh, before we put the rubber glove on too. Uh, so yeah, well that's not good because I'll tell you, I don't have anybody to come help me get this off <laughs> at all. I have nobody to help so me. So maybe get this it's off. the last time you're wearing it. <laughs> Well, maybe I'll just have to do it with the powder. And now, as the more I sweat, the more I'd be like, oh, yeah, now I get why they wanted you to wear the powder. Or you just can't get it off and you got to call somebody in the morning. Oh, man, if like I that. have to take, if I have to take, JJ, someone said JJ will do it. JJ's not here. If I, no, someone scissors, I understand, are a last resort, but these things were for like $400. I don't want to ruin them. Man. I know, right? But, but uh, Jesus Christ. If I have to take the train back home wearing these things. Incredible! It's something. <laughs> it That'd is be wonderful. something. Uh, there's no pasties. Someone asked if the pasties are still on. They're not. Wallaby, have you ever done anything stupid for a dare? Am yes. I the only one? Nope. I've done lots of stupid stuff on a dare. Um, I'll admit to one thing okay. that was really stupid in the chat and have fun with it. When I was 15, I did a line of Zoloft on a dare. A line of Zoloft. Yeah, like in the nose. What's Zoloft again? Antidepressant? It's it's an SSRI, I think. Okay. You should not do that. What happened? I'm not even looking at the chat. I'm in the other room. I bet the chat's blowing up right now. You should not do that. 
what happened? It's not good. What? What what happened to you? Um, like your whole face is on fire on the inside and there's like a big like puffy trail that sticks out from your face where like your nasal cavity like goes up like into the top of your head. So it's like this big puffy piece sticking out and like you can't do anything about it. Like you try to like follow it with water and like even like take showers and like do anything else and just yeah. Oh, it's just awful, and you hate it. I actually had a friend. I didn't do this, but I dared him to do this. We were in—I think we were in high school at this point. I don't. It must have been a thing where. But so, one summer, I don't know where it came from, but one summer when I was in high school, like like at the, like I think my last year, Mexican brickweed showed up, which is like not really a common <laughs> yeah. thing that you see in Canada. At least oh, I really? had never seen it. And like we had one friend who's like, yo, there's like this Mexican brickweed going around, and we got some of it, and it was like pretty terrible, but it was like so cheap. Like it was, sure. it was thirty dollars an ounce or something. Like it was so cheap. Like and, if you mix it with some okay tobacco and you got a hookah, I mean, like it's probably not so bad. Like yeah. something. And anyways, we had some of it. And then a friend of mine, I had this like really good weed. And then I dared my friend that if he snorted a line of the Mexican brick weed, I'd give him Ugh. some of the good weed. And he did it. He was just sneezing it for the next few days. I bet he was just. I don't it all even. Out. I should have all. I don't even remember what happened. I remember. The, I think he just like blew his nose and like you know it gets all in your. It was gross, but. Uh... Yeah, I mean, like I've done yard work like that before, and like I've like sneezed out shit because I didn't wear a mask when yeah. I was working outside. You know what I mean? But so he I like this imagine. is like a, a decent sized line, of brickweed. I mean, it's it's. I was gonna say it's a waste of weed, but you said it's brick weed. It so. was shitty weed, and, and the weed that I gave him for doing it was actually really good weed. It was like amazing. So, like, uh, it was a good deal. Yeah. All right. Thanks for calling, in, Wallaby. Appreciate it. No problem, bud. Good show. See it. All right. Um. All right. Now the callers are calling. They be calling. Hello. Thanks for calling. Low value mail. Show me your tits. There you go. I don't know if I can. Oh, that was just. They just want to see the tits. Is this what it feels like to be a woman? I can't believe that a woman just did that to me. It's disgusting that the age we live in, where people will be treated that way just because I have huge ass milkers like this, that someone would just think that they could just yell at me to show them. This thing's like making me tired. It's like draining me of my energy. Uh, shout out, by the way, to. Everybody on Rumble who's watching um, the show tonight. Again, phone lines are open. What is the dumbest thing you've ever done for a dare? I can't believe that there are not more people calling in for this topic. Obviously, I had to make this the topic because I got where these fucking big ass things. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. And we lost him. Um, Hello, thanks for calling Low Valley Mail. Hey, um, hi. I'm panting. <laughs> I'm on a run, but I kept trying to call in. So, <laughs> <laughs> so good. How's I the made run it. going? How are you? I am pretty good. I'm getting really hot. I'm getting really hot. I'm not gonna lie. My, <laughs> <I bet. laughs> my, because it's that's the thing too. So a mistake I made, which there's uh -huh. no there's no redos here, so nothing I can do. Um, but I got the one with the neck that goes all the way up, which I guess oh, is like, God. which I guess it looks good because you can't tell where the neckline starts, but it's just trapping in all the heat and moisture. And then at the bottom, I could have got one without, with like a circular, like it kind of goes around the actual clavicle. So I got the wrong one. 
Um, I guess it depends, like, what kind of clothing you're planning on wearing with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I got the wrong one. So it's getting hot. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm hot. I'm going for a run. I'm in Vegas right now, and uh, I'm not wearing a bra, so I, I somewhat feel your pain. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, I guess I have a story for you. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's, like me doing something dumb but it was kind of like a just crazy situation um so basically i was in fort lauderdale staying at a hotel and i was already like super sick so i ubered to the doctors ubered back when i got back um the friend that i was in the hotel room with had left like the day before so i was expecting you know nobody there and i walk into and there's like a random suitcase in the entrance of the room like out of nowhere so I'm like what the hell like did my friend come back is this like did they accidentally double book the room or something okay. and um I figured like you know if that was the case that person probably would have been like okay there's already someone in this room and went back downstairs um but this person's oh, now in this room like yeah can you hear me? Yeah, sorry, you just kind of like, uh, Yeah, I was like, well, if this person's down in my room, then where's my stuff, you know? And I walk into my room, like, cautiously, and I see all of my stuff have been taking, uh, taken out of both my suitcases and, like, hung up around the room, like, from, like, lampshades and just, like, all over the walls and stuff. Okay. Like, every single thing you could imagine. Um and like weird patterns and designs and um, mixed with like this other person's belongings. So then I'm like, hello. And this like, like huge black guy just like walks out of my bathroom <laughs> and he has, he like pulls my passport out of his pocket, like super casually. And he's just like, yeah, like you're here. I've been waiting. Like, I didn't think you'd get here so soon. And like, what? yeah, and I was sketched out because I was already sick. Like, I was not feeling well and just feeling very anxious. And then, like, what is going on? He's like, your numbers are good. Like, I looked at all your numbers, and he like in my passport, and he knew um a bunch of stuff about me because he had like studied all my belongings and like the books I was reading and like everything. And so, I mean, for me, I was like, I don't know, is this guy like, what does he want? You know what? A lot of people, when I tell the story, they're like, why didn't you just, you know, start like freaking out or like run away or whatever. But I kind of felt like I don't want to, I don't know if this person's like legitimately crazy, you know. Okay. But anyways, I sat there and listened to him tell me this whole story about how we're supposed to like go on this mission and like save the world. And he's like, now there's two of us and um, for like half an hour and I eventually convinced him to leave because i kind of just went along with it okay um but it turned out i guess like the hotel had just like he was a random guy off the street who like wandered in and he kind of like resembled my friend that had been there before and it was like covid times so you know he was wearing a mask and a hat and stuff and right the girl the girl at the front just gave him a key just let really? him in yeah he just walked in and she was like, oh, like, welcome back, and just handed him keys. And he told me, he was like, 
yeah, like I just follow like the flow of the universe. I don't even ask questions anymore. So he thought this was like a sign. I mean, that seems like if you like, believe that you follow the flow of the universe, seems like a real <laughs> sign. You're just like walking to a hotel lobby to like take a piss or something. And then they're like, here's the keys <laughs> to the room. And you go, okay. Yeah. It was insane though. And I was just like, I don't even. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was cool like. story. That is pretty cool. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that one, but pretty cool. Thank you for calling. Well, in. yeah. <laughs> Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. I did. I will say that I did. I did not know where that was going. I did not know where that was heading. Um, God damn, these things are rough on the back, though. Uh, you'd think like maybe because they were like tight around the back, they would be not so bad. But oh, it's soaking in there too. I just put my hand in there. It is soaking wet. Ugh. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Oh my goodness, I am on low value mail. You are on low value mail. Who am I speaking with? Uh, this is uh, Daddy Shark from Daddy, the chat. Daddy Shark, I am rubbing my nipples. <laughs> right oh, me too. I'm, uh, I'm doing good. So, what's up, Daddy Shark? I came in with the uh, this is supposed to be the dumbest thing you've ever done. Hold on, guys. Yeah. I was supposed to try to turn off the volume here, That's but it's okay. It, uh, the worst thing I ever did on a dare was I uh, I smoke weed as we all do. Yes. And uh, my friend stared me to smoke a bowl of chili flakes. No. And what ha- I you know what I'm curious what my guess would be probably not good. Oh no, it was awful. It was basically like I maced myself. Yeah, that's and... what I would get. You know, what I was thinking. I go. I guess I'd be like pepper spraying yourself. Yeah, it was like pepper spray. I uh, ran my face under the sink for like 15 minutes, and I was choking really, really bad. And <laughs> I, uh, you know, the gallon milk challenge. I, yeah. I basically, I did. I drank a whole gallon of milk after that, just fine. And I did it all for twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. How old were you though? Uh, at the time, like twenty-five. Oh, that's actually a little older than I would have guessed. Yeah, I'm. I'm like 36 now. So yeah, it's... yeah. Damn, that sucks. A bowl of chili flakes. Did it? Did they? Yeah. Did, and they're dry, right? Like they're super dry. Oh yeah. So they just like mm-hmm. went up instantly. Oh yeah, and I I had just bought a big glass three foot bong, and so it was a. You big hit that hit. out of a three foot bong? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it was the worst decision of my life, and, and I how long? Did, how long did the effects last for? Uh, for about two hours, I went and laid down in bed and just tried to sleep after that, but had a hard time breathing. So I gotta say, I've never even like, I can't believe when I was all a teenager, no one ever thought that like to sprinkle a couple chili flakes into weed, not, 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 not pack a whole bowl, but like just put a couple in there. It's a little bit of flavor, you know, but I mean, people would hit it and they go like, what the fuck is going on? Like, were you like, (laughs) like you're coughing, I guess. Right. Oh man, I was like coughing. My eyes swelled up. And... Eyes swelled up. Holy shit! Oh yeah, like I was. I, man, I, I have a question. What happened on the way out? Is there anything there? Does it like work its way in through your like bloodstream or something? Like, how does that work? Because you know when you oh, eat like, it, do you feel it on the way like, out? Oh, oh no, 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 no! You got to eat it. No, like that. I think I think I got the worst part of it when I took it to the face. That All was right. it was pretty bad. Damn, well that sucks. I wonder if you blew that in someone's face if they would like. <laughs> well, I blew it out in the house, and so I'm sure it was in the air. But I don't just know. like like uh, tear gas at that point. 
<laughs> pretty much yeah but i don't think anybody else felt the effects except for me so yeah all right cool thank you for calling in daddy shark thanks very much you guys have a good show yeah, all right first person that is the kind of shit i'm talking about smoking a bowl of pepper flakes that is insane um also taking a line of zoloft does Zoloft come in like those little capsule, like you know, like they have like the little balls inside the cap? Because if you were like snorting those little ball things, that would be horrible. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Danny, back at it again with the big ass fake titties. Yeah, yeah, dude. What's up? So this is Colonel Zanders from the chat. Oh, what's up, uh, Colonel Zanders? I, I got two, two dare stories. How's your One uh, How's your Discord? The D&D thing? Oh, we're working on it. I got a presentation coming up soon to nice, nice. introduce everybody to it. Nice. But um, I have two dares that, that really cost me a lot. Okay. Uh, my first dare was uh, I was working at a, at a fast food restaurant. Let's call it McDowell's. Okay. And uh, I was in high school, and we had a manager who would get off shift right as I would, would get on, and they would always go through the drive-thru and order a bunch of food. Well, a friend of mine who I worked with uh, dared me. They're like, hey, so-and-so's coming through the drive-thru. Um, you know, make a bunch of pig sounds and squeals when you hear him, you know, ring the bell. Okay. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be hilarious. How old were you? So I was, uh, I think it was 16, 17. Okay. Working at um, some, some, some no good, you know, Scottish restaurant. Yeah, yeah, of course. But um, the, the little beeper goes off saying that someone's, pulled up to the to the drive through and I pulled the headset down and I go <laughs> and um, it was not the manager who had come around it was someone else nice and I I was I was ashamed for various reasons <laughs> did you take their order I ended up taking their order so you were like you make a screen like a pig and then what did they say they were and like, they were what? like it was an old lady and she was like huh <laughs> and I was like, "Oh lordy!" And then she complained. <laughs> she complained to my manager, and I didn't work there for too much longer. Uh, but they didn't so fire you for basic, it. They didn't fire me for that, but they were not happy with me otherwise. Mm. And then my second, my second story, um, it's kind of similar to like what uh, that last guy said about uh, smoking a bowl of chili flakes. Yeah. Is that it was the first time I had ever. Um, what's the one second, there's someone coming back. Oh, okay. There was a, it was the first time I'd ever smoked weed out of a bong. And um, when we got done, my friend's like, dude, you got to drink the water. No, the first that's time. what I thought you, so you were about. Honestly, yep. that's what I thought. And I was like, you oh, really? And they're like, yeah, dude, you got it. It's the first time. And I'm like, okay. And it, it didn't. It just made me sick. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking nasty. Ugh. Yeah. That's... You always fall for it once. Yeah, that is gross. That's gross. Um, all right. Well, cool. I appreciate you calling. All right. Stay, stay perky, Danny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, that uh, you never want to drink the bong water. Guys, this thing's... I don't know what's going on with this thing. I don't know if this is made of like some sort of performance wear. Because it, it gets hot and then it gets cool. It's like self-cooling somehow, but it's real sweaty under there. I'm sticking my finger in here. It is. Oh, it's soaking in there. Ew, gross. Can't even fucking pick up the phone. My hand's too wet. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. 
Hey Danny, it's Jeff. Hey, what's up, Jeff? How you doing, pal? Not too bad. How you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just wearing these. I just wanted to say, man, your eyes are looking. I I had never noticed it before, but you have absolutely beautiful eyes. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I don't know what I've done, but I appreciate it. Uh, You're getting a lot of compliments. You're looking really good tonight. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I just have a quick story. It's probably not going to be the best there, but uh, most of the stupid shit I did on my own volition. So, um, when I was in junior high, one of our teachers was a uh, he would smoke weed occasionally with some of the kids in my school. In junior um, high, yeah, oh, like yeah. you were like eleven. <laughs> yeah, so like uh, I'm from Alberta. Junior high is like uh, grade seven to nine. There, oh, okay. Oh, okay, so that's still fucked up. So usually the kids that were leaving, but yeah, this guy was a, he was a maniac to be honest. He was one of the weirdest teachers I've ever had. Um, but so he would smoke pot and, uh, we were in grade eight and we also smoked pot and none of us had any pipes or anything to go out at lunch and, uh, partake with. So my buddies dared me to sneak into, uh, this guy's office and steal his pipe. And they were, uh, you know, I, I was, rifling through uh, the drawers of my gym teachers trying to, trying to find where he fucking stashed his pipe. And um, I, just a side note, I came across some condoms in one of the gym teachers' Oh, yeah, gym teachers are getting after it. You definitely. Yeah, oh, yeah. So you, even in junior high, man. Um, anyway, uh, so I eventually found it and, like, slid it into my pocket right as he turned the corner, I guess, outside and my buddies were like distracting him, just trying to fucking like get his attention. And so I, I heard him coming. And so I, I just like kind of perked up and stood staring at the door, like a fucking deer in headlights. Yeah. You just, what are you supposed uh, to do at that point? Yeah, exactly. He came through and he was like, what are you doing in the gym teacher office? And I was just like, um, I was hoping to talk to you about basketball tryouts. And he's like, that's not for three months, man. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) And then what? uh, And what? He's just like, and you left? Yeah, yeah. He was just like, get out of my office. I'm going to eat lunch. And uh, I snuck away with his pipe. And then. Nice. So that's um, actually like a successful caper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was uh, it was quite the endeavor, but uh, it scared the shit out of me in the in the in the moment. See, the real badass move would be like, look, man, I'm taking your pipe. And there's nothing you can fucking do about it. Because if yeah. you don't, it's like you ever see that uh, beautiful, what is it? Not beautiful mind. What was the Kevin Spacey movie? I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, I, I, can't, I can't recall where he's like, I'm going to tell them you tried, you asked me to suck my dick. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like, yeah, what's he going to say? He's going to go to the to the principal and be like, oh, a student stole something out of my desk. What'd they steal? Yeah, exactly. <sighs> <laughs> like, why do they even know you have a cannabis pipe? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. You can. That's the thing. It's like if you're a teacher, that's a stupid move because you're just asking to get blackmailed. Magnolia. Someone said, "Thank you." Um, oh yeah. Actually, I, I had a. I never smoked pot with either of these guys, but there was another teacher in my high school a couple years later that also smoked pot with students, and he was like like renowned for it. It was like an almost everyday thing. He'd go out with a couple of his what? favorites and get stoned. Yeah, man. That's so he fucked. Was, was like, like, you're asking like, not like, that's not even like you lose your job. You're like, you go to like jail for that shit. Yeah, I know. I know. This was also, this was like pre, I graduated in 2013. So this was well before it became legal in Canada. You yeah. know, it's not like he was going out and getting high with some 18 year olds that could do it legally there. 
That's insane. That's mental. Um, yeah. All right, cool, Jeff. Thanks for calling. I appreciate you. All right. Yeah, that's uh, that's some uh, that's some ballsy shit. Just smoking weed with fucking kids. That's nuts. Uh, Okay, he's. I gotta say, this is thing is so uncomfortable. How does this shop teacher wear these things? Let me just show. Let me just show these off to you. I'm sorry if you're listening right now. I wish I had I wish I had planned that out better, and then I just had a huge erection when I stood up. I go, oh, what's this? <laughs> Whoops, some nice jugs though, right? But goddamn, how does this shop teacher just <laughs> walk around? Imagine I can't imagine I can barely do a ninety-minute podcast. I guess it's a little more than ninety minutes. I can barely do a podcast wearing these things, and this teacher. You know what? I could probably just stand up and do this thing. Um, oh, we got some calls that we missed. Actually, I'm gonna try to call. We had someone call and I missed it. Let's call them back. Let's call them back. Uh, I hope they don't age restrict this bad boy. Someone said, What's up? Um, but yeah, this is oh, this, these mic arms don't move this way. Uh, I could do a little reenactment. I bet you all could do this podcast all night. It is tough on the back, though. I don't know how this dude is. I'm not taking them off, enter username. They're staying on. Okay, it doesn't want to pick up. Uh, we'll call back who I missed. Um, they're not coming off, okay? I am a man of my word. They're staying on for the duration of the episode. Maybe I'm never going to take them off. Maybe this is who I am now. It's a possibility. Hello. Danny, what's going on? What is up? How are you doing? Um, Danny, Danny, the dumbest thing I've ever done yes. on a dare. Uh, when I played sports in high school and uh, someone uh, dared me to snort a line of salt. Oh. And uh, it burned, Danny. It burned. I bet that fucking burned. How long did it? Burn. What did you? What was the? Uh, what were you offered for this dare? By the way. Well, so the the full backstory on this is uh, someone did it before me, and uh, if they did it, I had to do it. Um, now, what I learned afterwards was that I was young and naive, and I was a freshman and right. didn't realize that this was a trick. And, and they would lie. blow. Yeah, and they blew out of their nose, and the line of salt disappeared. Right. So the class I thought, well, he did trick. it. I have to do it. So I, I actually did it, and and it burned really badly. Oh, I bet it burned. And how long? How long did it last for? How long did the burn? So you didn't get anything. Oh, I mean, it it lasted for for a good long while. Um, I'll, I'll tell you this: the the other dumbest thing I've ever done on uh, on a dare was I put icy hot on my balls, and that was. Uh, that I, one lasted a real long time. I had time. a kid at my summer camp when we were like probably, I don't know, 13. He was like this. I can't remember what his name was, but he has a joke. He like he for some reason, he shaved his balls and then he put <laughs> Bengay on them 
Someone dared him to put Bengay on his balls he had just shaved. You're like, what's a 13-year-old doing shaving their balls? But I guess he just was like 13 and he's stupid. And he put Bengay on his balls and he was like crying. He was oh, in, it's... in so yeah. much pain. Because I guess you like exfoliate so then they're all like, the pores are all open and then you just jam Bengay in there. Yeah, it, it's like a it's like a long lasting pain too, and uh, like this was like at a summer camp, and so a bunch of people did it, and and uh, there was like a group of people all in some serious pain. Yeah, mine was also at a summer camp. This just seems to be a summer camp kind of thing. You just, I, I think that like put when weird you stuff subtract, on your balls. Yeah, I think when you subtract young men from like technology and the ability to play video games, they just find a way to do dumb shit. Yeah, I mean that is a good point. Like that is because uh, obviously everybody's like, oh, video games, all this stuff is the devil. But you're like, well, the alternative, yeah, is icy hot on your nuts. So pick your poison, people. Yeah, exactly. Like we're playing Nintendo. We're not like uh, attacking each other with switchblades. Yeah, exactly. Um. Okay, well, I appreciate you. By the way, uh, cool. Thanks, thanks for calling. Anything else you want to add? Uh, that that's about it. Okay. Thanks, Danny. All right, bye. Sorry, everybody. I didn't realize that we hit a hundred likes on the the stream. So I'm going to now give away a membership. Uh, I apologize for that. I missed that somehow. I got caught so caught up with having these puppies, these big ass puppies, and I'll give another one away at 150 likes. So get in there, like the stream. Um, and I will give away a, uh, human entity, shout out to human entity for winning, um, for winning a channel membership. And if we get to 150 likes, I will give away another and another at 200 likes. Should we ever get to that, uh, rarefied error? So thank you. Oh, we might get there in a couple minutes. Uh, very, very likely in a couple minutes. Again, the phone lines are open 646 710 0949. What's the dumbest thing you've ever done on a dare? Uh, my saliva is kind of getting weird. I have a lot of it, I have a lot of saliva. It's getting weird. And if nobody calls in, then guess what? We're gonna get to the emails. Oh, and another fun thing we did on the Patreon last week because I just went to check the emails. One of our patrons who I don't know if I should name or not name, but he did stand up comedy and we reviewed his stand up comedy. I reviewed his stand up comedy. More importantly, uh, he did a two minute set and I reviewed it and it was a fun time. So and I just see that he has an email from him. He goes, I went up again with some fresh jokes. Three more minutes. We're going to review those on the Patreon for those of you that would like to join. Um, and anyways. I'm going to read an email, and as always, what's going to happen is I'm going to start reading the email, and then uh, someone's going to call in the middle of the email. So, I guess people do not have stories about dares, which is uh, which is just fine. So, this is from Eric. Uh, this is about in-laws from hell. This was from two weeks ago. I believe. And again, if you're listening to this um, or you're watching this after the fact, not live, you're always free to send in an email or call in um, about a previous week's topic. Oh, and of course, now we have a call. Hello. Thanks for calling about your mail. Yo, Danny. You're on air with these big ass titties. Oh, man. I didn't even notice. Yeah. 
It's very uh, very subtle. They are. They blend in. I they, can't even tell. I know they're very subtle. No one has talked about them once, so no. I'm glad you mentioned no. it. And I feel like they're a good. I'm a good model for the shirts. Yeah, I. I uh, that was a fucking great. Uh, so it went right to the uh, low value mail. I'm very tempted to buy a shirt if, uh, I mean, I wasn't such a broke ass. But yeah, that's fine. No, 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 no don't was, feel obligated to buy a shirt. I am obligated. The shirt, the show is great. Um, but no, uh, I have needed some advice. Actually, it's sure. it's kind of kind of a dare. I was more like encouraged to start uh, hanging out with this girl I work with um, by another gal. Okay. And why is it in out. the form of a dare though? It wasn't it wasn't a dare. I I'm a fucking grown man, so I don't really do dares. Right, um, right. Okay. I don't have big titties like you, so You could though. Um, you could. Could, yeah. Send they, them around. They they have a weird <laughs> I think they're off gassing right now, which I think is probably not healthy for me. If I'm not buying a $25 t-shirt, I'm not buying $400 titties. No, dude, I would not have bought $400 titties either if it weren't for the absolute generosity. And I don't even know if it's generosity because everybody just wanted to see me wear these fucking things. It's scorn. People hate you, man. Yeah, they just wanted to see those titties. I think I'm a but, um, no, so, yeah, this other gal I work with who I'm friends with, she encouraged me to uh, start hanging out with this other gal and uh, hung out one time, went and saw Nope together, which... Uh, huh? Girl, How girl was that? The movie was, it was pretty fucking good. Yeah, it was slow burn, but it was reviews. good. Everybody says some people say it was the worst movie, and then I mean, it's probably better than Bros. So if you had to pick one or the other, well, I'll let you know because I'm gonna go see Bros. Wearing the big That's... ass fake titties. <laughs> I hope so. Um, but yeah, I hung out with that girl. Had a good time. We made out in her car after the movie, um, and then hung out another time like smoking at my place and tells me that she's still living with her ex-boyfriend and they still sleep in the same bed Fuck together. Off. And so I was just no like, wonder red they flag, dare red you. They probably yeah, I know, knew so, that. Cause they're trying to get pawn her off onto someone else. And she's still living with this other guy. So like, well, um, like, is it really like, see, that's the thing. It can't be like totally circumstantial unless they live in a studio apartment or something. And like, they're like, no, yeah, she's like, I have nowhere to go and I can't sleep on the floor. So this was in um, July, and no, they have a they have a one bedroom, but they moved like a month later. Um, but they they're still living together, and she's like, "Oh, he's going to move out by November." So I'm like, three months? That's a long time." That doesn't like, explain red flag, red living flag. in the sleeping in the same bed together. Like I lived with an ex after we had broken up. We didn't sleep in the bed still. Yeah, it's a. I think uh, there's a lot going on there. Like she's still attached to him, and he's he's like a some other. Well, she told me that they they slept with a gal together, and then he started seeing this other girl, like behind her back, the girl that they had the threesome with. Oh yeah. And so now she's just like still clinging onto him, and he's like just using her and trying to get out. So I was like, oh, kind of giving her the benefit of the doubt because she is she's hot and she's cool. Right. Um, but I was so I was like, you know, just. Definitely being less, but so mm-hmm. hung out and she's like, uh, telling me about this shit. And I was just like, oh, fuck, like maybe I shouldn't. And, uh, she's like, oh, what should we do next time we hang out? And I was like, I don't even know if I want to, but, um, so she's like, oh, let's, uh, let's go downtown, downtown Portland, which is a hole now. She's like, let's go downtown and, uh, do some acid and go to this barcade. And I was well, like, no, 
I did no way. Maybe mushrooms. Like yeah, maybe mushrooms instead of acid, though, because you're like so. Well, mushrooms with a friend, not with some random crazy gal. That's so true. I was just like, man, this sounds like a recipe for disaster. I'm out. Like, no thanks. And uh, she's like, oh well, the next night, um, babysitting this kid. You want to come over after he goes to bed? What? I was like, no way. Like, not even when I was 16. Like, let alone. Being almost 30, like, what the fuck? Or some random... How old is she that she's babysitting? She's 28. Oh, okay. I guess that's not good. Um, I guess women, I mean, are, women are just Yeah, sing, single women can get away with it forever. Yeah. They're just um, nurturers. So, yeah, I was like, no, that's two horrible offers in a row. Like, she's given up red flag after bright red Sorry, you work signal. with her? I still work with her. Um, So, like, after that happened, I was just, like, kind of, like... I not even kind of like I straight up just like was ghosting her. Like she'd come to my desk and I'd just like give her like one word responses, like clearly showing no interest. Mm -hmm. But like the last couple of weeks, she's been like really coming at me hard and just like trying to like give me food and like asking if I want to hang out. And I just like cannot keep making up excuses. So I don't know yeah, what to that's even a, do. That's like, a I just tell her like, Hey, you're too wild for me or what what would you do with that? Yeah. All that on your plate. Yeah, that's a tough one just because you sounds like you just don't want to be like mean to her. She's nice enough, but we since we already like made out and I felt her boobies in her car, like I think she's expecting more and like kind of sees me as like a quick getaway for her long term boyfriend because they dated like five years, she said. Yeah. And so she's like She's hung up on him, and I yeah, was like, I would just oh. straight up being like, "Hey, it doesn't sound like you're over your boyfriend yet, and you share a bed with him, so that's kind of." I, I thought just, uh, I mean, it's not the best move. Well, the ghosting was obvious enough. Well, but... the ghosting thing is, ghosting works when you don't work with them. I know, but, that, but we don't even work someone... closely. She like goes out of her way to come over to me and like give me food and stuff. I'm just like, dude. Like, Can you easily avoid seeing her on a daily basis if it wasn't for her? No. Well, if you see her every day, then there's your problem. If you were forced to see her once a day, you can't ghost a person you see every day. I know. And she works in HR, so she's got all the power in this. Yeah. She works in HR and she's in this mental uh, situation. I uh, She is a case. Yeah. Yeah. I fuck, man. That, that seems like scary, too, because one, I mean, you <laughs> broke the main rule, which is and this is. I mean, if there's any been any takeaway of the last five years and all the Me Too stuff, don't fuck people we work with. Well, apparently uh, it was okay with everyone else, but yeah, being the straight white guy, I kind of am not allowed. Yeah, but, but it's not a good idea. All the girls were doing it. Yeah, not a good idea. Yeah, I'm also, that. she's in HR. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. Who's going to report? I, I know. And she's like, oh, I got the acid from someone else who we work with. And I was just like, fuck, dude, I've got no power in this at all. Yeah. I would just say, like, hey, you don't sound like you're, or just say, why can't you just say you're seeing someone? If you want to, if you want to white lie your way out of this, just be like, hey, I'm seeing someone. I, I am casually seeing someone else, a couple someone else's, but yeah, I just, I don't want to. I guess that's the move. Just that's the move because she's never going to bear people. She'll never. She be seems to... like a freak, though. She might. She might be encouraged. She's like, bring them into it. Well, he'd be like, I'm not a freak like that. I think you're more worried that she's going to think you're like a dweeb because you already turned down her drugs. She lives this super like, <laughs> like uh, you know, hardcore lifestyle where she does acid and goes to barcades and sleeps in the same bed as her ex boyfriend and does threesomes yeah, she's and wild. stuff. She's wild. It sounds like you're just worried about her being like, all right, you fucking prude. 
I, I guess I'm more worried about my job and just it being like a, that a too. hostile environment. But I'm saying, but it's not, yeah, I, like again, just, I'm like, I'll own the dorkiness for sure. But I'm like, you I don't gotta, fuck you it gotta up lean with my into, work. Yeah, you got to lean into it because the thing is, is like, I'm sure you could find another one of her outside of work. So lean into it, like go do the acid with her. No, no, <laughs> lean into being a dork. Yeah, say, that's, look, that's I, my only say, option. I'm, yeah, I'd be like, I'm seeing someone. And, just, or I just show up in the big fake titties and see what she does. Honestly, the big fake titties might be a maneuver. But the That's thing like is, a get out of jail free card. But it sounds like she's a freak. She'll be into it. She'll be like, yeah, bring those <laughs> fucking big ass fake titties over. I want to take them for a spin. Yeah, and then I'm it's you, the way. boyfriend, the ex boyfriend, and and, and her. he's slapping my titties around while he's I'm slapping, doing her. Yeah, it sounds. Oh like, man. Yeah, well, I, now it, now it became good again. Now yeah, I'm back in. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you're built for that life. <laughs> no, I'm not. But, I don't think so. Okay, yeah, I wasn't wasn't really a dare, but just some uh, interesting yeah. shit going on sure. right now. But well, good luck. Cool. I hope it works out for you. Thanks, Danny. All good right, luck right. with those tits. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And guess what? I don't need luck with these tits. These tits are their they create their own luck. You know, they create. I would like to walk around. Part of me remember that video in New York City where that girl made that video. She goes like, "What it's like walking around as a woman in New York," and she was just walking around. She's getting catcalled and all that stuff. I think some people said it was fake or not fake, but like set up or whatever. There are some aggressive dudes in New York City. If I walked around with these big old honkers, I don't know what would happen. Um, but I appreciate everybody who's been tuning in so far. All right, we got another call. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hello. All right, we got our first masturbator of the night. First silent masturbator. Just rubbing one out. Well, let me help. Hello? Hello. Hello. Hi. Is this Danny? This is Danny. Who am I speaking with? This is uh, Chief. Chief, how's it going, man? Doing great, man. Southern Utah is amazing right now. What's that? Southern Utah is amazing right now. Southern Utah is amazing right now. That's where you're calling from. I've never yeah. been to Utah, but I would love to go. I've heard it's a lovely state. Yeah, well, it's like uh, 50% Mormons and 50% Jack Mormons. What's what's the second thing you said? <laughs> it's 50% Mormons and 50% Jack Mormons. What's a so Jack Mormon? It's a Mormon that's uh, strayed away from the Mormon uh, religion. Oh, and there's nobody who's not either a Mormon or an ex-Mormon? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Crazy. Uh, are you yeah. one of these two? No, I'm not. I'm actually Native American, so <coughs> I... Oh. <laughs> so then... <laughs> sorry, I just drank this water weird. <clears throat> Excuse me. So <laughs> it can't be 50-50 then, because you are not one of those. Yeah, well, when you say Utah, everybody's always thinking it's Mormon place, so right, that's right, why I say 50-50. Right, right. So how's it going, Chief? Oh, it's great. Uh, I just uh, thought I'd call you and see how your fun bags are doing. Honestly, they changed my life. Uh, <laughs> they're pretty good. I recommend anybody out there go get your own uh, set of big ass fake titties. Um, it's kind of a game changer. I haven't even really used them that much either. I haven't really gone out with them and stuff. Uh, but I can only imagine that my life will just be much easier. <laughs> I thought I thought you were in like a flak jacket for a little bit. I was like, oh my god, what is that? Oh, what are these? These are just uh, huge ass fake titties, is what these are. <laughs> I wish I had a little yeah. wood wood shop that I could do some woodworking. <laughs> See if they actually uh, regulate up to OSHA regulations. Huh? Exactly. Part of me wonders 
Although I think the answer is not good, and I don't want to be the guinea pig for that. But like, what would happen oh, yeah, if one of the, one of the nips gets caught in a lathe? Is it yeah, going to just rip yeah. it off, or is it going to pull me in? Definitely not a good idea, for sure. No, no. So I was calling in. I wanted to. Uh, this is not is not about the subject. That's fine. We're talking about tonight. As always, for people actually, who are watching, you don't actually have to call in about the topic. It's just an idea. Right. So. What I was going to talk about was uh, an experience about uh, shadow ghosts. Okay, shadow ghosts? Yeah, I'm, I'm Native American. My tribe is Navajo. Okay, cool. So I'm Navajo, uh, and when I was um, 12 years old at my grandma's um, place, she lives in Arizona, so when um, <clears throat> we were there on the weekend after we... Um, on weekends, we go and see her pretty much and help her out with like ranch things like uh, tend to the sheeps and tend to horses and cattle or whatnot. Okay. So we stayed there Friday night. So it was, it was nighttime. It was, we had dinner and it was in the middle of December. Oh, okay. I think it was. So it was pretty cold outside and I was with my brother and we were. We were, we just finished eating and it was so hot inside because my grandma lives off the grid. So she only has like a, a wood burning stove. No AC, none of that stuff. So it just things like burning and this, this, this uh, stove, this wood burning stove is hot red. You can literally see it. Okay. So we were just like hanging out, me and my brother and we're like, dude, we have to, it's so hot in here. Let's go outside. We just finished eating. And the only thing she has is, like, water and, like, black tea to drink. Okay. So we were drinking black tea, and we took our cups outside, and we just kind of stood outside just enjoying the cool air. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we, we the moon's out. And all of a sudden, we see this black figure behind my grandma's pickup truck. Okay. Her pickup truck. So she has a she has a Ford F one fifty long bed. It's like it's like a ninety one or something like that. Your grandma drives a Ford F one fifty. Yeah, she That's does. Well, she doesn't drive it, but yeah, but yeah. my um, but my grandpa drives it. So okay. my grandpa's there. So yeah, okay. This is yeah. Anyways, so we are outside and the porch light turns on, and the porch light obviously is um, run off. She she runs a generator. Yeah. Because she, yeah. she's off grid. So. We're outside, we're just hanging out, and we see this black figure. It's like someone's wearing like a ninja outfit, you know what I mean? You can't even see eyes or nothing like that. This figure pops up behind the truck of the bed, just looking at us. And I, I see it, I'm drinking my tea, I'm looking at it for like a good two seconds. And this thing's just staring at me. I, I can see the shoulders and the head. Okay. And I, I'm staring at it. And I quickly look at my brother. My brother looks at me. And like, not even saying nothing, we, we see each other. We're like, we both duck down, look underneath the truck. Nothing. No legs, nothing like that. We look back up, it's still there. It's staring at us. And then all of a sudden it does like that. Like a noise like that. Okay. And we're like, oh, we, we, we get startled. And I look back, we threw our cups, we ran. We ran opposite directions around the vehicle. My brother takes the front of the pickup truck. I went to the tail of the truck. You ran towards it, not away from it. 
Yeah, we ran toward it. Okay. We started yelling. We ran. And once we got there, there was nothing there. Weird. Did yeah, anybody was, else see it other than thing. you and your brother? Or was it just you and your brother saw it? It was just me and my brother. And now, then we were like, <gasps> we were scared. And we were like, oh my God, what happened? And we turned around real quick. We ran back inside. We told everybody. Everybody came out. We're like, it was right there. And we went over there. We went to the, the spot where it was. We just see like um, like a little tiny uh, like clumps of hair, pretty much. No tracks, nothing like that. Weird. And Do my, you think it was a ghost yeah. or you think it was like an animal? Uh, we we thought it was we I say shadow ghost because later on down the road I was asked myself about that situation. Yeah, and that's not the first time too. So I just want to say that. And did did anybody say like we've seen something like that before? So yeah, I asked my um, my grandparents about it, and they said that's called a um, a shadow ghost. Oh, or a demon is what they would call it in Navajo. Yeah, in Navajo word they would say yenare. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, they call yenare meaning demon or a shadow ghost. And what what and are then, they up to? Like, what's their what are they doing there? Uh, I think it's like uh, it's just hateful things, pretty much. Somebody would somebody who doesn't like an individual. Yeah, they would send that demon and go and sabotage whatever you know what i mean wait someone sent the demon like there's an actual person who was able to yes. conjure it and yes, send it exa- to you yes exactly interesting who who do you think they sent it to like to your so grandma most of the time no i don't think so oh uh, yeah i think i think they is this like the navajo he... version of a flaming bag of shit where like if you don't <laughs> like someone you know like you normally you put a flaming bag yeah, of shit yeah, yeah. on their porch kind of, it, i would think so yes but but in this way in this the way they do it would be more harmful than stepping on shit and you smell it right. for a couple of days. But it's like they tend to hurt you pretty much. Oh, and how does yeah. one conjure one to send? Like, could you send one? Uh, I could explain it if you have time. Oh, uh, sure. Explain. I mean, this is not the okay, direction so, I thought we were going, but I'm down to go this direction. So, so I I want to explain one thing first: skinwalkers. Okay. Someone just said skinwalker in the chat. Really? Yeah. yeah. Skinwalkers would come up first. Skinwalkers are somebody who can turn themselves into animals. Okay. And then second is a demon you can summon by being a skinwalker. Okay. Do you know how ridiculous so, this must be to watch me wearing these big ass <laughs> fake tits as you explain this thing to me right now? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. You can, <laughs> It's like body armor. Gotcha. Danny. Yeah, yeah. It is yeah, like body, body armor. armor. Honestly, so, I feel yeah. like if I was in a car accident, these would save my life. It makes a lot of sense why that woman in um, Canada is wearing them. It's body armor. Body armor, right. Unless She's they scared. get caught in the She's lake. scared that there's going to be a shootout or something. Um, okay, so it's, let's it's go like, back to this. So the skinwalker. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. And then they so, they can send the shadow. Uh, Shadow go- or demons. I want to. I want to. I just know them as shadow ghosts, and and um, I would say Western culture. Okay. So I would understand them in Western culture would be um, shadow ghosts. Okay. But in my culture, they're demons. Demons, and so they can actually they're, they're, do bad can... stuff because everybody like the ghosts. People always talk about. Yes. You know, uh, on the paranormal episodes we've done, all they do is like open a door. Yeah, I, I, it's interesting how you put that. Also like retrospect i guess like demons can be ghosts i guess yeah but demons are just pretty much uh from my understanding would be from my culture anyway are people who haven't finished what they 
wanted to do in life when when they were still alive. But they're but they wanted to do bad stuff. No, uh, yeah. So, okay, there's a lot more to it. Now that we got to ghosts, <laughs> yeah. Like, could it, like, there's no demons who are like, man, I really wanted to build that shed. I really want no, to finish no, no. building that garage. So, but I just... so a, a ghost is uh, from from my culture. A ghost is some uh, someone who is trying to uh, achieve something they wanted but didn't achieve it. Okay. It could be it could be spiritually uh, personal. Uh, it could be uh, tangent goals and stuff like that. Okay. It could be any of that. If you if you haven't finished that, you would get stuck in the mortal world as a ghost. Oh, so the kind of not to steal from the Simpsons, but sounds like the uh, advice here is don't have goals. Yeah. So for example, like, I don't know, Biden couldn't um, achieve world domination or something like that. And he would turn to a ghost or something. What if you're, what if you wanted to just like, you want to run a 5k? Yeah. And then you you go like, you just in your mind, like you have like a, just like a goals board. And then you go, I'm going to run a 5k. And then you, you only <laughs> you run die. 2k and you get hit by a car. You're like, I'm a ghost now. Yeah. Yeah. But it has to be something passionate, I guess oh, it, it doesn't have to, you just can't, you just can't like, I want to be a CEO or something like that. Something you cannot achieve, right. but you want to get it. Yeah. But you, you're putting all your passion into it. And that's, Pretty much what I would So understand. wait, are you saying I, that I there's so just as the CEO example, are there ghost businesses? Is there a whole I ghost guess. economy with ghost businesses where there's ghost CEOs? <laughs> because I imagine if you come back and you're like, in order to not be a ghost, I have to become a CEO, but you can't become a CEO of an actual company, so then you'd have to become CEO of a ghost company. <laughs> yeah, in that sense, yes, I guess that would that Inter- would interesting. So there's like a whole ghost there's a whole ghost economy. Yeah, there probably is. Exactly. There probably is a whole ghost economy. And there's like a ghost but president. But we're, I would not, JFK. I'm not too sure about it. Do you think the ghost president's JFK? <laughs> is still yeah, president? there probably is. He's like, I want to raise my family, and he got killed that day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> In Houston. It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> Often, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, but let's just go back to the um, the topic about uh, skinwalkers and yes, skinwalkers, and like yes, and demons, yes. So, from from what I understand, that to become a skinwalker, you have to make a deal with the devil, and the devil, from what I understand, they would say, you have to sacrifice a loved one in your family to become a skinwalker. Oh, and that's pretty intense, from what I understand. Uh, to sacrifice it, 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 a family member? Yes, like uh, yeah, it could, seems like it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. And do you know any skinwalkers? I do not. Okay. Because they're very secretive. They're like AGB or CIA gotcha. or FBI. I got to say, so you would not, your culture like, sounds way fucking cooler than mine. <laughs> what you mean? Like the, way cooler. Like like your your religion or Yeah, I, mean, I don't know, like why well, I'm Jewish. I don't know. We don't have cool shit like this. Uh, I mean, you guys won like six day wars and stuff. Like yeah, that. I mean, we cool. had some wars and stuff, but we don't have the skinwalkers and the demons and stuff. This sounds <laughs> way more badass. Well, uh, to not take up too much time, yes. yeah, it's just like um, skinwalkers have to, uh, to become a skinwalker, you have to sacrifice um, uh, a family member right. that you love. Someone you love, you have to sacrifice because it's really full of hate and stuff like that. Yeah. To conjure. To conjure demons and stuff like that, the shadow ghost I was telling you about. Yeah. 
my story. You have to be a skinwalker. Yeah, yeah. From what I understand, you have to keep, you have to go and raid the family member you killed, like their their grave, and just dig up some stuff up out, off of them, and use that to put into the, it's uh, like a fire, so like a ritual or something like that. From what I understand. Crazy. People, it's wild. And people are doing it's this stuff wild. right now. Like there's people going to dig um, up graves and. Um, I mean, rape robbery is still a thing for chief, sure. Chief, one question: how, yeah. how how high are you right now? I'm not high. I'm not just, high at I'm, all. Okay, I'm you... actually I'm actually pretty excited to talk to you. So oh, okay. Well, I'm we actually... needed to know. We needed to know. That's just a pertinent question. That yeah, I'm not high. I'm not high. Not high at all. I'm just okay. excited to talk to you. Excited. I'm excited to yeah, talk to you. This is a cool. This is a cool story. This is more yeah, of, in the paranormal realm, but we haven't had a paranormal episode. In it's a little uh, bit. yeah, it's, it's it's crazy when you go into this rise. It is it is, it would be crazy from somebody who understands entirely different things or culture. Yeah, but I don't think you ever had a Native American on your. Podcast. I don't think I have, to be honest. No, yeah. I think you might be the first. Yeah, but um, anyways, that that that's that's it. That is very I, cool. Can you do short, me a favor? That's the short end of it. Next time, because you, I'm sure you have lots of other shit. Next time we have a paranormal episode, which we will have one coming up. Yeah, I got I got some stories. That Please call can, back. Please call if back. If I can, if I can make it in, yeah, yeah, He's chief, and yeah, dope. Okay, thanks, chief. So I want to say good night to you in Navajo. Huck on it. Oh, good night to you too. Thank, yeah, thanks for calling in, man. I, I really appreciate it. That hey, cool. you get that, Danny. Good night. All right, take care. Cheers. All right. Well, that was a uh, pretty cool shit. Um, I feel silly that I'm that was cool and I'm wearing these big ass fake titties, but that's how it goes. Okay, we got time for one more caller. We're gonna wrap the show up at the normal time that I'm supposed to wrap it up, which is ten forty five. So if anybody wants to call in, uh, please do. I got some voicemails. How did I get voicemails? Uh, okay, we're gonna and then we're gonna start the Patreon at eleven o'clock. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Danny, this is Annie. How are you? Annie, how are you doing? I'm going to keep it brief. Okay, you, you, can, you can close this out for tonight, though, so you don't have to keep it too yeah, brief. Yeah, I'm going to keep it brief. So first off, great great previous call. Yeah, that was solid, right? Loved the last caller. Yeah, secondly, uh, you are incorrect. Judaism has all kinds of that going on. I know they have the like Kabbalah, all that stuff, which I imagine is what you're getting at. Yeah. But they don't really teach yeah. it. Like nobody talks about it. Like the whole it's thing is that you're not to supposed hidden. to. I know that, it's but it's a it... secret. You have to. You have to be forty and married, and there's all kinds of rules of who's allowed to get the information. That yeah, but it. that's it. Ends up just being like actuarial tables and stuff. We all know what's going on there. No, um, no, 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 no. Are someone, you Jewish, Annie? Built, I am Jewish. And oh, okay. The story that I'm going to tell you is from the Holy Land. Ooh, okay, before okay. Before I get into it, real quick. What do you think uh, of the jugs? The jugs? Yeah, my jugs. I think um, it's a look. I think it's a vibe. It is I a vibe, I think we're right? all here for it, and we don't understand why, but yeah. I think... I don't know go. why. Wait, Adam. Yeah. Thank you, Danny. Uh, so a group, a group of rabbis created the golem. So look that up. Right, right. The golem, there. which is like from the Lord of the Rings. You know, kind of not really. Yeah, it was. Uh, they created like a vessel to put a uh, like a yeah, um, like a lost soul into. They were able to conjure like a lost soul and put it into this like clay human. You know what, Andy? Just try to cut you off, but you just kind of gave me a little thought. We're we're gonna watch a video about Kabbalah on uh, on the Patreon episode. 
I mean, I don't know. Are you guys like, are you, you're not really, you know, you know, I don't know. It's, it's Yom Kippur tomorrow. I don't know if you're allowed to. Well, I'm going to, we're going to watch Peter Shickley and we're going to watch some, some Kabbalah vids. So here's, here's the story. It wasn't really a dare. And as I'm telling this story, I'm, I'm aware just uh, where this is going. It does make me kind of sound like a bad person. So okay. that's where this is going. I was invited, not really on a dare, but on a way where like, I was asked by these two people. This is in, in Israel. This is in Jerusalem. I met these people. And they had like a hobby of going to the most dangerous, doing the most dangerous things they could do. Okay. From a religious perspective, like for them, it was because they were like very, very 11 out of 10 Zionistic, religious Zionistic type people. And it was, you know, they believe like the spirit of God was with them. Like they do all the stuff where they go to like a Palestinian settlement and they just like go stand like that kind of stuff. So this is almost the story. Exactly. Bingo. You're one step ahead. So they invite me. To go with them to Hebron, if you know Hebron, if you've I heard do. of Hebron. Yes, I have heard of it. Yeah, so Hebron is like the number one spot where things happen, let's just say. Yeah. And they asked me in a way where I felt like I actually can't say no to these people because I think they're going to put themselves in danger. And if I don't go, like I'm actually concerned what they're going to do. Okay. I'm like, lo and behold, we're on the bus. I'm going to try to keep this short. We're on the bus. And we like the second we get off the bus, the whole time I'm like, frankly, like I'm praying. I'm, I am Jewish. I believe in God. The whole time I'm praying, just like I need, I'll follow signs. I'll pay attention. I'll be very alert as I'm doing this. Um, Cause I really kind of felt like I was probably putting my life in danger for these people. And, and I'm being as calm as possible. And I'm trying to like get myself into a place where I'm controlling my fear response because people can smell it. Like oh. people can smell when you're afraid. Yeah. When you're in like a really tense environment like this. So I'm just as much as possible keeping myself calm and trying to be calm. And I get off the bus and these two start like yelling, basically. They're having their conversation, but super loud, which is another fear response. That's a, that's an indicator of you're afraid. And that's like you're literally draw. If someone was interested in harming them, they're actually drawing people to them. So right. I tell them like, hey, guys, like, hey, guys, like, just keep it down a little bit. And they're like, are you afraid? And they start yelling. And I was just like, oh, dear God. And just everything about them was just beaming off, like, we're American. Uh, we don't belong here. They just stuck out like they were not trying to blend. Yeah. And the first thing they do, we're, we walk past this NGO, people, these people who are working for an NGO that monitor the, the army there. Yeah. It's called IDF Watch. And they're there. They're there as just like reporters and journalists to make sure that the IDF is behaving. Again, like I just want to stress this city is, there's a lot of things that happen in the city. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. And they start like almost picking a fight with these people. Like they start yelling at them. I was like, hey guys, like keep it cool. Like, what are you? No, don't do this. And they're not listening to me. And they keep like trying to like peck at these people. And at that point, I just thought, like, you know what? Like, it's you're kind of making me feel like this is you or me at this point. You're not listening to me. You're not following my direction. You're not. So I, at that point, I made a really quick decision in my mind of like, I'm going to get out of a radius for, from these people because they're not listening. Like, they're not. They're not. I don't. I don't know if they're aware that they're making themselves targets, and they're not listening to me. So I'm not going to make myself a target. Okay. So I let them go about. 60 steps in front of me. They didn't even notice that I did this. 
and the whole time I was just my eye, my senses were on the highest alert I think it's ever been in my life, and I was just breathing really slowly and watching them, and it just it struck on a level that was so real. When we we passed the first army checkpoint, these people started yelling at the army. Yeah, you know. And I was just like, "What are you? Ha- do you not know where you are? You have to find like." Were they drunk or something? Calm your ass down. No, these people were just like. They had this attitude of, "We don't need anyone. We have God. God's protecting us." And I wow. was just like, "Ah, oh, dear God." Yeah, I guess. And Frankly, so, what happened then? Like, so we passed the army checkpoint, and I was just super calm, super polite, like in my mind thinking these people, if anything were to happen, like I'm trusting these people with my life. And we were going to, I don't really want to say, but we were going to an area that is not safe. Okay. And, um, and we're allowed to be there. We didn't, we didn't do anything we're not allowed to do. And as we're approaching the entrance of where we're going, a car full of four men, probably between the ages of like 19 to 23 drove right past us. They made a left and they parked pretty close to us near where we were going. And I just, at that point, I was just like, okay, this is where we're dying. This is like, this is how I die. Yeah. And that's fine. Cause I'd rather die in Israel than anywhere else. And I just stared at those guys. Cause it's all I could do. I just stared at them as like as, as much detail as possible so that I'd be able to ID them or anything like that. And I think they could sense how much I was staring at them and they left. Oh, and that is, that was not a dare. That was something I put myself into. And, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I made a point to these people afterwards. It's like, you need to be a lot more careful. And what did you think they were going to do? Just like shoot you all? No, I didn't think that. I mean, they could have, sh- they, they don't do that. Usually they throw rocks oh. yeah. or they're just, or they're just observing right. or they're, or they're just observing. Well, okay. But, um, it had a vibe. I definitely had a vibe. Had a vibe. And, um, but I felt like, okay, the purpose of me doing this was to tell them, hey, you need to, you need to calm down. You know, like you guys really, and I did, I told them that, like, you guys need to appreciate your surroundings a little bit more. You need to calm down a little bit more. You need to be more mindful. Probably hard to tell them that when they thought that God's protecting them. Well, I told them, like, you're being pretty loud and, you know, you need to really work, like, you need to be more mindful of this. And they didn't listen to a word of it. When when we went, when we went home that day, when we went on the bus that day, um, they did the exact same thing while the call to prayer was going off, was the time they decided they wanted to leave. And I just thought, like, why are you doing this? So everyone is coming out to go where they were going. And they were like making fun of people. They were like really tr- almost like trying to pick a fight. And I was just like, Oh my God, I am never, these are your friends. I am. No, oh, they were just, were just people. I knew I probably should not yeah. be telling the story now that I think about it. Well, but, you shouldn't have hung no, out these, with them. These were people I knew. Um, these were like very, I made a point from that, fo- from that point forward. I just gave them tips of this is how you should not be. When you do these things, I'm yeah. not going to tell. I mean, no one's going to tell you to not do. do these where things, are they now? Not... Where are they now? Have they been killed? Oh, I, that was the last time I ever interacted with them uh-huh. because I told them all these things, and their response to me was like, "Oh, you're just afraid." 
Yeah. You're just afraid. You just don't trust God enough. Wow. And I was thinking like, well, you don't want to make yourself a target. No. Like, no, you don't. You can trust God quietly. You don't have to make a scene. Yeah, that's a good advice. Anyhow, that's it. That's Anyways, it. okay. That's Ten minutes. That's Annie, yeah, thank All you right. for calling. I appreciate Talk it. Talk to you later, bye. Bye. All right, bye. All right, that was Annie, everybody. Uh, stay out of Israel, I guess. I don't know. That's been the show. That's been the show from me and the big ass fake titties. I'm going to spend the next fucking 20 minutes trying to peel these things off of me. Thank you very much for everybody who called in. Uh, all of you who uh, gave super chats, all that stuff. David Pranley, thank you. I appreciate you all. That was a fun episode. Uh, I was all over the fucking place. We're going to fire up the Patreon episode in uh, probably 11.05, which is in 13 minutes from now. I'm hopefully going to be able to get these stupid, big-ass fake titties off of me. If you'd like to partake in the Patreon, patreon.com slash mail. There's still time. Or you can become a scrote member of the YouTube page. That's another option. Uh, it's up to you. Whatever you want. Thank you very much, everybody. For everybody that Gave money for these stupid fake breasts last week. I hate you all. I hate you all. My back is hurting. Shout out to all the women who have to tolerate these things. And I don't know. That's it. I've run run out of gas. I will see some of you on the Patreon episode. The rest of you I'll catch next week. And also Thursday, this Thursday, 10 p.m., the bathhouse live from the Stan Green Room uh, Comedy Club. I would like to come join, come hang out. It was a fun time. We had a lot of great comedians on last week, and I want to keep doing it, so please watch. Please call in, and we'll get to keep doing it, and who knows who the hell will show up at the bathhouse. All right, I'm rambling. Peace out, everybody. Have a lovely rest of your week.